0: Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, superachievers! In this episode, I'm interviewing Amanda Blair. Amanda is a daily differentness ambassador, author and creator of the limited edition of One Philosophy, a communications professional, and transformational coach. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Me too. I have, uh, I've had some interesting experiences with this topic. But before we dive in, can you share a little bit about your background with the
1: listeners? Absolutely. So um, maybe you can tell by the accent, um, I was born and raised in the UK. Um, but when I got to the stage of life of studying and working, I ended up living and working in seven different countries. So I haven't actually been... For a long time, spent a long time in the place I grew up in for about two and a half decades now. Um, so, my career has really been in corporate communications, working for international brands. Um, that could be somebody based in, in Europe looking at um, exporting to other markets, or somebody outside Europe coming, coming in. Um, and I've been on this journey of differentness for, for quite some time. It's kind of the, the theme of my life to date. So just quickly about my childhood, uh, I was brought up by quite liberal parents. Creativity was, was celebrated and encouraged. Um, and also in my career, I was um, often working with people who wanted to stand out and show what was extraordinary about what they did or what they sold or, or created. Um, and this differentness topic kind of stuck with me because I was thinking, okay, so if everybody's wanting to be different, how come there's a lot of sameness creeping in? Mm. And I think that that probably takes us to the, the start of my limited edition of one journey, as I call it. And I started reflecting on what really made people stand out or made them successful, and um, what made me remember them um, through my work. And it, it was often the kind of the off the wall, stranger things, smaller things, random conversations. It wasn't the big things. It wasn't the high flyer realm or the the brands with the huge budgets. And it's just come kind of fascinated me more and more that um, we're actually all born unique. It's the one thing we really do know about everybody. Um, but we very quickly get onto this track of doing things to fit in or trying to achieve on external standards. So yeah, I decided at that point that I was going to um, write a book on this subject, which is the limited edition of one, uh, which is an interactive book. And then also um, pursue a coaching career where I empowered people to explore and discover what made them unique in order to use it in their working and private life.
0: So that's kind of where I am today. Oh, And I'm glad you're joining us to share your expertise. It's an honor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So can you share a little bit about uh, the limited edition of One Philosophy? Absolutely. So it
1: really revolves around the principle I call quite simply daily differentness. So it's kind of the things we do every day, the way we look at things, the conversations we have, um, maybe our possessions, maybe our dreams that belong to us and really only belong to us. And then it's about finding what you can do with those things and the potential behind it. And I, I do find this is quite an untapped resource. And um, I just I just get very excited when people discover things that make them stand out that they kind of have already had on board and that are very accessible. Uh, so it's nothing crazy. It's not about, you know, I want to dye my hair pink and, and do a very specific tattoo. That everyone can see. If I want to do that, that's of course fine. (laughs) But um, it's it's more about who am I, and then how can I live in in that in that framework, and achieve what really is aligned with who I am. So daily differentness, everybody has very very simple, and it's quite a a playful um, approach as well that can lead to serious things. But it's um, I would say it's a muscle and it's a muscle that we need to exercise.
0: I love that. So I I have this question ever since I knew uh, you were coming on the show that that baffled me at one point with a participant in one of my courses. So in this particular course, we started out with each sharing a unique thing about ourselves and actually had them write them down on note cards. And then we tried to guess who it was, kind of like a little icebreaker. And everyone up until this point, for years, has come up with something unique. But one individual wrote down, "There's nothing unique about me," and it really threw me off. and And so I was thinking uh, when we scheduled, yeah, this uh, conversation, that I would ask you. So what what would you say to that person who really doesn't think that there's anything unique about them? How do they determine what is unique? Right. So, first of all, I think we all know that that's not true. There definitely
1: is something unique about all of us. Even twins yeah. have have something unique about them. I think it's just purely a voyage of discovery. Um, and quite often, if I if I run into people like um, people like that, it's not a category, but that kind of comment or somebody saying, "Oh, I'm not creative," um, I I look at things with them that really are part of their everyday lives. So we could be looking at something like their personal geography, like they live in a street, other people live in that street, other people live in the same building maybe, but what's different about where they live? What's different about how they've approached their interior or what's different about the lifestyle they lead in, the, in those four walls? or? Maybe it's the language they use. You know, we sometimes in relationships have kind of a secret language with people. What what are the things that, tiny things um, that they could discover about themselves? Uh, So I would start on that quite childlike level in a way, because Mm. as we know, kids six or seven years of age, they're great at this kind of thing. They are who they are. They love their creative side is kind of capturing that again so i would start a dialogue with that person about tiny things that they can definitely prove they have and nobody else does
0: yeah so it could be characteristics it could be uh geographical it sounds like it could be talents skills uh, likes it could be anything.
1: Absolutely, like. it can even be a possession. I mean, I think it's lovely when people, when you go into an apartment and you see a possession that's obviously got a story attached to it, and it's like asking people to tell you that story. And, and my feeling with the person that you you just mentioned is it was perhaps the lack of opportunity to tell the story or a lack of confidence to tell the stories around yeah. their uniqueness, but and um, I'm sure they have them. And what's quite interesting, what I touched on with the, co- the corporate career, I think we're, we, we're in these systems that are quite standardized and uniform. So, if you're applying for a job, you want to tick the boxes, of the requirements, or if you've worked for a brand like Mercedes-Benz, you want to mention it because it's one of the top valued, top 10 valued brands in the world. But If you're being really honest, a lot of people, for instance, have worked for Mercedes-Benz, or a lot of people have got perhaps the degree that you have, but there's so much more behind that that you have and nobody else does. And I think it's about tapping into that and having the the courage to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering too, as you're sharing this information, um, if there's like a like you know how like the year of saying yes to different things, to have those different experiences. What comes to mind is I remember when my daughter wanted to do an escape room for her 21st birthday. And I was like, that sounds stupid. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then um, we ended up, okay, it's your birthday. If you want to do that, we do that. And so now my husband uh, and I, 500 escape rooms later in 20 (sighs) countries and 22 states, (laughs) Incredible. So it's, we didn't realize that that was a unique thing that we enjoyed uh, together Mm -hmm. until we said yes, even though we thought it was stupid idea in the beginning.
1: I just love that story because it shows the small seed growing into actually something huge.
0: very And and I think, you know, if you sat down at the
1: beginning and said, let's, let's develop a huge business plan around something, you probably wouldn't have gone that track. I'm I'm imagining, but it was, it's just, yeah, it's a beautiful story, but it's also a huge success story and a huge achievement. And that is exactly the kind of, kind of thing I mean, the, what it can grow into and the energy that can come out of those one-off things. those random things. So congratulations, by the way. Oh,
0: thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. So I was thinking maybe then, um, would, uh, do you think people could, uh, like set up plans to try different things? Um, you like try one new thing a day or a week, or what do you recommend for discovering those unknowns? I often with my, um, coaching clients
1: go, go on sort of, we have a little task, so it might be that they go on a walk, for example, and I challenge them to go on this walk and come back with an insight or an observation that they're really sure no one else has had. So, I mean, a recent example, someone came back and said, I saw a cloud. It looked like a poodle. I'm imagining most people didn't see the poodle in that cloud, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they were training their muscle. Um, and also there's no right or wrong about it. So, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, take a photo of the cloud and it's not a poodle. It's, it's something else. Um, but it's it's just saying, okay, what are you going to bring back from your daily experiences that I won't have noticed? Or what was your first response to someone who worked, walked in the room? What did you imagine saying to somebody that you met? Um, it's never going to be the same. So, so, yeah, a walk can be a great um, trigger for these things. And sometimes we just um, start off a conversation, so we have a one-line intro. Is that you carry on the conversation and, and just that's with a group coaching situation, quite often very interesting. And it just goes all over the place. <laughs> and suddenly being different becomes the norm. And that's, I think, the light bulb moments that, that I just love when that grows.
0: Oh, I love that. So once, let's say, we identify a unique or hopefully several unique things, because we all have several unique things about us. <laughs> um, what do we do with that? What's the next step? The next step, I think, is owning it.
1: So, you know, standing out there saying, yes, I do have a collection of green pencils or whatever, whatever that is. <laughs> um, and and using it in, in, a, in a relaxed way. So whatever the discovery that you've made, it's about telling your story. It's also maybe let's take a situation like a job interview, that um, assuming that you have ticked all the boxes, but you're now in the interview situation, that you then proudly tell your story, that you address that aspect of your uniqueness and get used to doing so. Because that's that's who you are. I think, you know, otherwise, whatever we're doing, we're trying to be somebody we're not. And we're never going to be as successful at being somebody else as we are at being ourselves. So the second stage is discovery being the first stage the second stage i would definitely say was ownership and if possible proud ownership of our uniqueness.
0: Oh i love that because it, it, for me that opened up everything because oftentimes especially being in you know the entrepreneurial world you think okay i got to find what's unique and then i got to capitalize on it. But it it doesn't need to have that much weight it doesn't need to be something like that like it could be something that makes you memorable in a job interview. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then oh, that I think opened it up.
1: <laughs> as you as your kind of um, confidence grows in that and owning who you are and, and what, what is different about you. That's the next stage when you start looking at the potential of that. You know, what can it do for you? How can you maybe find your niche or become an entrepreneur? building on that, but you now have that solid foundation and, and I think that, that gives people sort of more, more security going out and then using um, their, their uniqueness, which, which I guess will be stage three. And then stage four comes, which I love, particularly in the um, current context, which is one where many corporations are saying diversity is so important and we are keen to promote that. But it's that stage of living it. And I think if you have people who really rate uniqueness, they're going to identify and respect and promote the uniqueness of other people, which oh. I think can only serve us well.
0: Yeah. Uh, celebrate it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So uh, to take a lot of, again, like back to that entrepreneur track, people think, oh, I need to turn this into a business or something. But they can figure out a way to, we well, just got my mind going here, Um, you know, turn it into a blog or a podcast that brings them pleasure. They still work, you know, full time for whatever employer they want and they celebrate their diverseness there. But then they can also find additional fulfillment and purpose outside of that in their uniqueness, if you will, um, without having to turn it into a full time, you know, uh, hustle kind of entrepreneur thing. <laughs> Absolutely, and there's there's no business plan attached to it. Um, yeah.
1: Having said that, where it can lead to, and I find your example is just fantastic. Of this with the escape rooms, I mean, it can go to all sorts of places. Um, but it's it's letting that momentum go, and I think once you have the confidence to say, "Hey, I see this a bit differently," or my approach would be a bit different, and go with that, it can take you to some amazing places. Um, which which are the stories that inspire me. Um, when I, when I view them in other people's lives and if I'm just allowed briefly to share one of my light bulb moments, um, oh, please. It was, I was, I had the privilege to be at a design conference in Cape Town called Design in Daba and just an amazing lineup of people. And I'll be honest when I, when I saw the invitation, I thought, oh, you know, there's, there's somebody there from Ikea and there's somebody there from Google and there's somebody presenting from Airbnb, how amazing. And then I have to say, at the end of the conference, they weren't the people or the topics that I remember. They did a fabulous job, absolutely no doubt about that. But it was the guy, for instance, who had developed a cardboard microscope that he was then educating kids in remote areas um, in science through. Oh, wow. And and there we were in the evening as as adults attending the conference, like dissecting mosquitoes to look at them in this microscope. And... It was just those kind of random things that stayed in my mind. Or there was um, a furniture designer. He was Nigerian, but he'd grown up in London. Um, and he kind of simulated a Nigerian house party as he'd grown up with his family in London on the stage. And and I've kind of followed his career since then. And he's done the most amazing public art installations. And he's just worked with other designers he's he's done so much for the community um it's just what can come of the unexpected uh i think there there we close the circle you know it's it's not going to follow necessarily the track that you think it might when you're sitting bravely doing your business plan (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love it. So it can it can range from um making sure that there's diverse thought yeah you know, in that corporate meeting so that uh you're building the best products and services possible for the business to you know, changing the world through your ideas. I almost want to I Thinking of TED Talks too, with that as well. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think it's be, it's believing in the power of the, the small person, and I mean I mean that in an absolutely positive way. You know, it's easy sometimes to think, oh, can I really make a difference? And and of course, of course, individuals can make a difference. And then they obviously they start impacting others. They're making a bigger difference. And I'm I'm a big fan of when I'm coaching people to say let's think about your impact. Let's really think about not just how it's impacting you, but where it could lead to. Um, and it's uh, it's just a beautiful process to watch. I have to say, it's a privilege to work in that area.
0: Aww. now is, Before we get to your products and services, is there anything else you think listeners need to know about the limited edition of one philosophy?
1: I think it's a little bit, I have to say, like going to the gym or exercising in another way, I think it's really important to stick at it. And you will have moments. I think it's normal where perhaps somebody with a more rational mindset behind you or someone who's looking for some more security might make you doubt that you should be pursuing this uniqueness path. And I think it's about sticking with it saying, no, I need need to keep this muscle flexed. And it does add value. So I think... I would just encourage people even on their bad days and they think, "Oh, I'm weird," or "Nobody gets me," or "I just don't see this how anyone else does that they don't give up. I think that's probably the message I'd like to
0: share. Yeah, keep going. It's going to be valued if it isn't yeah. already. And yeah. it's
1: you, you know, I think at the end of the day, we don't actually have a choice in many ways. <laughs> um, so and it can it can add very unexpected values, so go with it,
0: I think, is be what I would say. Ah, oh, I love that you say that. Yes. So, can you share then a little bit about your products and services with our listeners?
1: Sure. Well, I um I work with individuals, so that I've, I'm a trained um, transformational coach. So when we're when we're working together, we start off doing a little bit of uniqueness profiling. It's what I touched on before. It can be quite playful, or it can be specific if they're looking at a career change, for example, or maybe someone going into retirement that we look about what's different and has potential uh, in their lives. And the other thing I do is group workshops. So they will be in the corporate environment quite frequently where we're looking at what the differentness of a team or a brand or a product um, can, can make happen in that circle. Um, and then I have my book, which is really the sit on your sofa and just discover your differentness with a pen in your hand and um, maybe you share it, maybe you don't, but it's again training that muscle. So those are the kind of um, limited edition of one resources that, I, that I've put into the world in the last couple of years.
0: Nice. So if, one of, if people want to learn more, uh, where do you recommend they, they go look? I have a website. So it's limitededitionofone.co.uk.
1: Limited edition of one is all written in one word. And there you'll, yeah, you'll learn a little bit about me and what I do and how I do it. So, and I also love conversations. So there's a say hello button on there oh it's not about you have to buy something from me um i'm really happy to start the conversation and see where it goes from then so by all means be brave enough um to to do that if anyone feels that their uniqueness um is is
0: speaking to them or perhaps just whispering to them at the moment um oh i'd love to hear from them there, and they can have an enjoyable conversation with you as well like I have oh, same here <laughs> so can you share your final piece of advice with our listeners I think it's the um,
1: perfection word that I would like to bring up and I, think I have noticed there's so much pressure around perfection um, and I'm going to steal a sentence that I read in a book by Julia Cameron her latest um, The Listening Path book which said, um, perfection is fear and fancy dress. Ooh, and That's really been haunting me. So I just kind of wanted to share that. So perfection is also conforming and being uniform in many ways. So just to remember that, um, fear, fear is not going to be very helpful in this process. So maybe you just wear the clothes you'd like to, and not the fancy dress.
0: Ooh, I like that. As I stand <laughs> Julia here the Cameron yoga has pants. a credit. <laughs> Great book by oh, the way. <laughs> yeah, cool. We'll have to I'll have to check that out too. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. This has been a pleasure, Amanda. Absolutely the same for me, and I wish you a unique day. If you'd like to learn more about Amanda, visit her website at limitededitionofone.co.uk. onecouk
1: Is it possible to have fun while developing yourself? Take a look at Christina's latest book, Life is an Escape Room, to see how the lessons learned through escape rooms apply to achieving more in life. Visit lifeisanescaperoom.com for more information.